Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 42 of A Better Father. Today we're going to talk about new car versus old car. So I am currently driving an 11-year-old Prius. Uh, it's seen in better days, to be sure. And I'm getting to a point where I want a new car. Problem is, this car works just fine still. I'm not a car guy. I don't care about cars. And here's the big thing. So I'll just tell you, I'm looking at a Ford Maverick that come out this fall, hybrid truck. Uh, it's beautiful, and I'm not a car guy at all. Like for me to think anything of a car other than it's a piece of machinery to get you from point A to point B is kind of phenomenal. So here's the struggle though. I don't care about my car. When I first got my Prius, I loved it. I was so excited and it was just this amazing thing that I couldn't believe I had and I was working at Apple and life was going good and I had money and bills were paid and it was just it was a glorious moment and then I get a Prius and I'm just on top of the world and then you know a couple years later end up having a kid blah blah I don't care what she does to this car destroy it spill in it I literally she'll just climb up it and sit on the hood of it and read a book like it's just I don't care about this car at all and it's literally worth less than a paycheck <laughs> like blue book ad on it is nothing if i get a new car now i'm gonna care now there's gonna be a factor of her being able to make messes <laughs> or not make messes is the case for me there's gonna be an anxiety around it and and I know that going in, and I'm already trying to like buffer how I can, like I'm like, all right, we could lay down towels. I could get like super thick seat comfort covers in the back. Like I'm already trying to figure out how to protect this vehicle, which with all the work I've been doing over the last couple of years, all the things I've tried to change or fix or adjust or make better or see differently, this car is going to be new and I'm going to probably like it way more than I should like, you know, a material possession in a vehicle. But eventually it's going to be the Prius. Eventually I'm not going to care. Eventually my daughter can climb on it, jump on it. It'll have scratches. It'll, I mean, literally my Prius has rust growing on the side of the doors. Um, and that's one of the reasons I've kept my Prius. I mean, obviously there was money stuff with the divorce and everything, but I haven't looked outside because like literally it's like if this thing just dies on the side of the road one day, I'll, <laughs> I would be okay just throwing the keys in it and walking away. I mean, as long as my daughter's not in it with me. And, and so like to have to, not to have to, but to think this through in a different perspective of, I don't need a brand new car. I don't need X, Y, or Z. I just, I don't. But if I'm going to have it, how am I going to treat it? How am I going to react to it? And how is it going to change a dynamic with my daughter and I in the car where for eight years, I haven't cared if she spilled something I was like this, this stupid crappy Prius, um, which again, I love my Prius and it's been amazing. So it's not a stupid crappy P Prius, but you get the point. Um, I'm literally defending a vehicle right now and myself insulting a vehicle. But so again, and, and because things don't, <laughs> can't just like happen in my head of like, oh, I'm going to buy a new car. So let's buy a new car. It's What's the impact of this? How am I going to view this? How is this going to change a dynamic? Why do I need this new car? What's the point of this new car? Like on and on and on and X, Y, and Z. So I'm all, the point of this is, as I think through this, and I've got a couple months before the car comes out to even like decide if I'm going to do it or not, but is to make sure that I'm treating 
my daughter better than the car is to make sure I'm not putting this new vehicle over her that when she spills something because she's going to spill something it's just going to happen and things are going to happen to this car probably on day one that she sits in it just I'm going to let her have something whether it's a a hint popsicle or a water I could keep it as baseline simple don't mess up this car as possible and there's going to be a dirty shoe in it there's going to like the list of things that an eight-year-old's going to do to this car just by sitting in it are astronomical and it's but I'm going to go unprepared and I'm going to go in saying okay one this car does not matter more to me than you do so I'm not going to make you feel that way. I'm not going to give you that impression. I'm not going to make you say sorry because you're an eight-year-old who climbed into a car. One that is different than the one you've been getting into for eight years and one that for eight years dad didn't care about. And and it's just eventually it's going to get a scratch on it. Eventually my daughter's going to put dirty shoes in it. Like if it doesn't happen on the first day, it's going to happen on the hundredth. It's just eventually these things are going to happen. She's going to bump a book up next against it or something or a, who knows, a toy that she has. And it's like, am I going to yell? Am I going to be upset? Am I going to tell her like, you need to be more responsible, blah, blah, blah. Or am I going to say it's okay because I know it's going to happen. And if I'm not buying a new vehicle because I'm scared of a child making it dirty, then don't buy a new vehicle. And part of me is there where it's like, yeah, this, like I said, I could drive this Prius into the ground and she could light it on fire one day. And I'd just be like, well, I got all of my money out of it. Like more than got my money out of this car. So I, of course, I'm applying this to other things and trying to view it in different ways too of like how I treat this. The last podcast talked about the library books. I mean, those are completely free, and I was kind of freaking out about them. Like, just free. She didn't cost me a penny other than gas money to get there. Like, it's just free, and you can do what you want. And this isn't going to be free. And you do have to set boundaries, but I'm not talking about letting my kid be a jerk. I'm talking about my kid being a kid and how I'm going to react or respond to her when my kid is a kid. And being a kid... I'm going to do something to it. I'm going to spill a coffee in it. I'm like to treat her any differently or to set a boundary or to make her feel bad. And I say all this not because I'm trying to like overthink it in any way, shape or form, which probably sounds like I totally am, but is that I've seen this reaction in people. Somebody gets something new and nice and then get mad when an eight-year-old or a two-year-old does something to it. It's like, yeah (laughs) like if you're so worried about your brand new shiny car getting messed up by your three-year-old don't buy a shiny brand new car I literally was like if there was a way to make a dealership for parents where you're just like here's a used solid safe car that you can get for x amount of dollars and just drive till it blows up go for it because you're not gonna care what this kid does to it but you go buy that new SUV or that new x y or z And now you give a crap and now your kid means less to you than keeping this car clean or footprint free. Like wrap your kid in bubble, shove them in their car seat and be like, don't mess with mommy or daddy's new car. Like, yeah, sorry. Uh, But I just, one, I'm processing through this. So thank you for listening. Help me work through this. And two, put your kid first. Again, I'm not talking about letting your kid be a jerk and just like, 
grab a key and run it down the side and be like, it's going to happen anyway, daddy, right? Like there's limits, but just being a kid. And again, you're going to do it too. So get over it. The first time anything happens in that car, just smile and say, there it is. It was going to happen. And don't let your kid feel bad. Don't make them feel bad for being a child and just doing what a kid's going to do. So anyway, that's new car versus old car, or old car versus new car. And just the thought going into it and setting a proper expectation for what's going to happen when I have this new car. Maybe I'll do a follow-up podcast in like four or five months, depending on when the car comes out. I've just been like, literally just be like, yep, there it was. And this is how I handled it. And the other part of this, just to kind of like drive home a point is going into things, think it through first, do it for yourself, do it for your kid. But if you go in kind of having a baseline of like, okay, what's the worst that's going to happen? My kid's going to spill something. My kid's going to scratch the side of it. My kid's going to leave footprints in it. She's going to jump in with muddy feet one day. Like, okay, none of that matters. But if you're not prepared, if you don't work through it, if you don't think past, think forward on possible scenarios, then when it happens, it's a gut reaction. It's Jesus, you got, you scratched my car. I told you not to spill anything. Like, it's just, yeah, you want to let her know not to spill anything, but she's going to do it anyway. So not because she's a jerk, but because it happens. So the amount of coffee that's in my passenger seat right now is probably disgusting because I literally just spill crap in there all the time because I bring way too many cups to work. So anyway, kind of going off the point here, but just kind of do that forward thinking with whatever you're going into. You're taking a vacation. This is what's going to happen. Um, I talked about the camping trip a couple of podcasts ago. And I literally had no expectations. There was none except to stay the night on a campsite. You want to go to the swing site? We go to the swing site. You want to go swim in the water? We go swim in the water. I didn't think she was going to get to bed at her normal time. I didn't like, and because there was no pressure, there was no expectations because I watched her drink cold soup out of a can and got so much joy out of that, that it was just like, it was fun. And I asked her if she wants to do it again, as you already know, if you've listened to it, but she said, yes, not today. <laughs> We're not doing it again, you know, two nights in a row, but it was just like, okay. But if I'd had an idea set in my head or a way it was going to go or what was going to happen, then I would start deviating or getting upset that things were deviating, I guess is the way to say that, and start to have these expectations where I was fully prepared I didn't give up and I didn't give in, but I was fully prepared to have to hop in the car and drive home. Like, first camping trip was 20 minutes away. If you do it, make sure there's a hotel or whatever nearby because forcing your kid into this thing that you want them to do and then getting mad at them that they're not liking it just seems kind of crazy to me. So (laughs) this all started off with new car versus old car. Um, But yeah, so thinking through things, setting proper expectations, being prepared, and then having your reaction ready. That's okay, sweetie. I knew it was gonna happen sooner or later anyway. I bought a new cheap rug. My first reaction when she spilled something was the wrong reaction because it was like, come on, we've had this for like less than 24 hours. I bought a gross cheap, not gross, kind of cool rug for like 20 bucks on Amazon so she could destroy it. And I forgot that for a second because somewhere in my head it was, here's a new rug, treat it nicely. And, And then I said, I apologized and said, no, I got that rug specifically because I don't care that it could get messed up. 
And her response is, $20 is a lot of money. And I was like, you're right, it is. But it could have been a lot more. It could have been a lot bigger. I got us this rug so that when it got messed up, because it was going to get messed up, and my first reaction was wrong because I didn't think through it properly. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of A Better Father. Uh, I do hope these things are helping in any way, shape, or form that they may or could be helping and setting expectations or thinking through things or just any positive influence at all. Um, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you uh, listening. And if you uh, buy a new car, just know once they put dirty feet in it, spill a drink or color in it, it's still a new car. It's just, what's the uh, lethal weapon two or three where he like has the, where Leo gets has the door ripped off as another car drives by and he's like, it's still a new car. Anyway, thank you very much. Goodbye.